Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Additional sponsors include Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Bieber Collision Care Center, Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements, Ascension Providence, Common Grounds, Heritage Creamery, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. All right, it is uh, Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show, Aaron Sexton alongside as always, and uh, it is finally time. Homecoming weekend at Baylor has arrived, and um, Bears pretty much invented homecoming. Goes all the way back to, I believe, 1909, and this has become the the biggest homecoming parade in the country, and I, I, I depending on who you... Uh, and I think 1909 might have been the first parade. I think there's some argument between Baylor and Missouri. But as Jason Cook was telling us the other day, that was put to rest recently. I don't know if we had a debate or what, but uh, the uh, the Bears have uh, – uh, they, they, they kind of have the market cornered on homecoming. And I'm excited. I'll uh, get off the air this evening and uh, be participating – in bonfire activities, uh, pep rally, all the things that go on out there. And that's always a uh, always a lot of fun just to see everybody back on campus. And I think post, uh, well, I hate to say post-pandemic, let's just say with some normalcy coming back, you're going to see a much, much bigger crowd. And there's all the excitement that uh, surrounds that. And plus, what a game. I mean, you got a big-time football game at uh, 2.30, on um, on Saturday, it's about perfect. It gives everybody a little time to get something to eat, get out there to tailgate a little bit. The um, the parade will be over at about nine thirty, something like that, and then you have time to kind of move around town, go to eat somewhere, and then get out tailgate a little bit, and then kick off at two uh, thirty. Of course, our our uh, game day live show is uh, and it's the office of Baylor alumni is our uh, presenting sponsor of that, will begin four hours before kickoff. And so that, if I've got my math correct, would be um, right there at about 1030. And so that'll be exciting, and we'll be on the scene for all of that. So it's going to be a fun day and a lot going on. And then Aaron Sexton, I wanted to let you know, I don't know if you've seen some of this on Twitter, social media, this is being uh, referred to as... The Sailor Bowl. The Sailor Bowl. And part of that is because of the old Sailor Bear, um, which is a great-looking bear. That's uh, that the, the Sailor Bear is the one that has the old sailor hat on the bear. That is the greatest bear. You know, we've had some bears that aren't so great. In the late 90s, they tried to come with a fierce-looking bear that, that, I, that never really caught on in my mind. But the Sailor Bear has stood the test of time. And then BYU has a sailor um, cougar, and on the cougar is a is a sailor's hat, and so they have put that sticker on the back of all their helmets for this game, and so this will be the Sailor Bowl. And uh, Aaron, does that add a little something for you, kind of having the the sailor impact on this on this game? 
I, you know, I like Sailor Bear, but I'm a, I am just love the interlocking BU, so I guess I'm kind of a traditionalist, so not really. Well, you heard it there. Aaron <laughs> is uh, – Aaron is uh, – uh, I, I, I love both. I like the interlocking BU. I like the way John – John loves to describe the interlocking BU, but I think we can incorporate Sailor Bear and be okay. Now, I would be all for – uh, tradition and instead of the uh, sort of the the gold we call it uniforms that the Bears roll out these days, kind of the old gold. Remember that? You remember the gold helmets and the gold pants? Oh, they used to look so good with like the the green jersey, the gold pants, and then Baylor would go all black every once in a while during the Browns era. Um, I, 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 what do you think, Aaron? The, do you like the old gold or the new gold? I like the old gold. Okay. All right. I thought you would say that. Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the old gold, but whatever. I mean, you know, people kind of uh, – the excitement is going to be there no matter what. The All the activities are going to be happening on campus. The, the bonfire is about 9 o'clock tonight. And then, of course, the parade will hit campus at about 8.30. I think the parade – I think we were talking about the parade starts at 8 a.m. at Austin – yeah, just downtown, and um, and that'll start there, and then it'll make the turn, Fifth Street, and um, it'll come on through the heart of campus, and so that will be at about uh, that will be at about eight thirty. It will hit campus. Uh, Aaron, many years ago, when my daughter was um, a little like three or four years old, there was you know after the parade, we were just hanging out at Student Union Building. And at that point, they kind of opened the road back up, and a motorcycle going too fast came rolling, or maybe it was a moped, I don't know. It was going too fast and was headed at my little girl. Oh, wow. Uh, and and I, uh, <laughs> I try not to move too quick in life. Aaron, that'll make you move pretty quickly. So I was able to grab her in one fell swoop. I grabbed her then turn my body to the motorcycle, and then I I maybe hollered a few choice words at the motorcycle as it raced by. But uh, we thought the road was shut down, and maybe they had opened it back up or something. But, whoa, whoa, that, that you don't forget moments like that. And uh, so when I think of homecoming now, I think of that. Uh, Aaron, the, uh, the, uh, the pigskin review. Now, have you sat – I know you've gone to a lot of um, homecomings. Aaron, have you ever sat through Sing or Pigskin? I have not. All right, that's something you got to do, okay? And, and it is – that's where the sororities and fraternities come together, and they do the long – they do the acts, and they compete and sing, and then the winners do uh, Pigskin Review. And the MC for that is a guy we've had on, Aaron. You remember Blair Browning, who uh, was the – he's the uh, – the leader of my uh, uh, longtime kind of director of our fantasy football group. He was on with us recently. He is the MC for that event and does a really nice job. And uh, although he uses some of the uh, same jokes for years and years. In fact, <laughs> one of them involved me, and I finally had to tell him, Blair, that it was kind of like a, something about my dating life from the past. <laughs> and I... And I just told him, I said, you know, there's still people that come back here that know a little bit about me and that, and let's stay away from that. Could we come up with a new joke? And I think maybe he has worked that joke 
out of the uh, rotation? Probably for the best. You're married with children, and, you know, it's time yeah. to retire that yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. And it was nothing about I me and my – yeah, exactly. Uh, he was always – he knows Meredith really well, and so it, that was always fine. But it was it was sort of a, a throwback to when we were roommates and, and some, of the, some of the stuff. So, anyway, I think Blair has updated his act, and you can see him, Blair Browning, on stage, and it used to be George Stokes. And, boy, was he famous and very beloved – and then at some point, Blair took it over. He's been doing it maybe like 15 years now. And uh, to the point where he's got four kids, and he shows pictures of them in their Halloween outfits every year. And so he lets everybody know what his kids are going to be for Halloween. And people go to Pigskin, and they're all excited to know, what's Blair? what are Blair's kids going to be for Halloween? Well, you can imagine how long he's been doing it now uh, because Keeley, his oldest, is a junior in high school. And I really don't know if she wants people to know what she's going to be for Halloween or if she wants to participate. But I think Blair still puts that up there, and uh, and that's a fun thing. All right, little sports for you. And, and of course, we at 420, we're going to have Curtis Quillen on Channel 6, and he'll walk us through some of our high school lineup and, uh, and then also a couple of college games that have interest to us. The last night... I love late baseball, and I and I, this series between the ALC, the uh, NLCS with the Dodgers and, and the Giants was spectacular because it's a huge rivalry. Their fan bases can't stand each other, and they both were incredible this year. And well, I mean, Aaron was it like a hundred and six games? I mean, that, that that the Dodgers won, they still didn't, that didn't win them the division. <laughs> you know, it's like, it was, it was kind of ridiculous. But they both got to this series, and, and, it, and it enters the eighth inning, one-to-one. And then the uh, Dodgers go up 2-1. Bellinger, who really has had a lot of heroic moments in the postseason, both catching the ball, hitting the ball. He rifles a shot through the right side of the uh, infield, and he knocks in that run. I think that was Justin Turner who came around and and put the Dodgers up two one. So then you get into a situation where in the in the bottom of the ninth, yes, they're in San Francisco, and the Giants have a runner on first and two outs, and. You just were like, okay, what's going to happen? There was high drama. Fans are way into it. And longtime Mets player Wilmer Flores is at bat. Now, he has a horrible history against Scherzer, who they bring in to close the game. The Dodgers do. And so, Aaron, for guys like you and I who will admit, we'll both admit, we did not. We're both baseball guys. But we, because the Rangers are so horrible, we may have not had our usual, but playoffs, we get into it. And so we're watching this thing, and there's two strikes. Flores is up there. I think he's 0 for 16 or 0 for 17 for his lifetime against Scherzer. So it's not great on his side, but he totally checks his swing. And I even in the moment thought, there's no way in the world he goes. And, of course, they appeal it to first because I guess it's a, it was Flores a right-handed hitter. Yeah, I guess that's why they went to first. And so they, they go to first, and the guy rings him up and ends the game. Now, 
was Wilmer Flores going to get a hit? Was he going to do something? Was he going to get on? I don't know. I would just would have liked to have seen it play out. I mean, the odds were against him, but to end it on a check swing where he really, in, in looking at this thing, did not offer at the pitch. I mean, it's you call that thing a strike if he, if he flat out offers at the pitch. He did not. He totally checked his swing, and it wasn't close. And good for Ron Darling on TBS, old Mets uh, pitcher, for being all over that one. He was like, there's no way. There's no way. And it's true. So, um, Aaron, I, I know as a, as a baseball guy, you were sickened by that call, knowing that it might have not changed the outcome. But if you're going to have a great high drama series, you want to end it on a true strikeout or a true out. And, and that, that really was, was, uh, was, a, was a horrible way to end that game. Yeah, and and I heard Coward talking about it a little this morning, and he was like, he he pointed out the stats that you did, and and he was like, he wasn't going to get hit anyway, and I was sitting there thinking, that's not the point. The point is, it wasn't a strike, you know. <laughs> call, make the correct call, whether he was or wasn't, whether you think he was or wasn't going to get a hit, it was not the correct call. He did not offer on that pitch. It's obvious on the replay, and it was pretty obvious in real time it should have been to major league umpires i agree with all of that and uh it was very frustrating and that seemed like a young umpire angel hernandez was over on third you know what's funny to me about all these umpires most of these guys are like hated uh but somehow they end up you know umpiring the uh the like the biggest games you know in the playoffs so i guess somebody thinks they're doing a pretty good job at the league office but, like, if you went around the league and said, who's your least favorite umpire, and you ask players, they're going to say Angel Hernandez. Well, he's over on third. And then you'll look behind the plate some of these games, and Joe West, Cowboy Joe will be back there. And, you know, people can't stand Cowboy Joe. But he always ends up getting to do these games, and who knows? It's, it seems like kind of the good old boys network, so we shall see. All right, uh, we have Curtis Quillen, the sports director at Channel 6, waiting in the wings he is next. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Get ready for a cool night for high school football. We are looking at temperatures at kickoff in the mid to lower 60s under mostly clear skies. So grab the blanket. Overnight with clear skies, we've dropped to 49 degrees. And the weekend looks sunny, but it's going to be a cool weekend. High of 73 on Saturday and 74 on Sunday. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Hey, it's Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Exceptional experience, extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry Law Firm. They're trial lawyers with over 100 years combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases as well as business disputes. Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry now has an office in Waco managed by local attorney Craig Cherry. Craig Cherry is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. He's obtained significant settlements and verdicts for his clients, due in no small part to his ingenuity and relentless tenacity. His tireless dedication and ability to anticipate his opponent's next move 
makes him the ultimate opponent in the courtroom. Learn more about Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Sherry Law Firm at SWCLaw.com. That's SWCLaw.com. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Have you heard about the new quesadilla? That's right, quesadilla. Their hottest new food in the country and way cool tacos and tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. Delicious, savory braised beef on a bed of cheese and corn tortilla. Grilled crispy with onions and cilantro and served with a consomme dipping sauce. Way cool tacos in Union Hall, handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Tampa Bay gets by the Philadelphia Eagles on Thursday night football, 28 to 22. College football tonight, North Texas hosts Marshall, number nine, Oregon hosts Cal, and number 24, San Diego State is at San Jose State. The ALCS gets underway tonight with Boston Red Sox at the Houston Astros, 7.07 first pitch. College football tomorrow on our airways. Bader hosts BYU at McLean Stadium tomorrow. Our coverage starts at 10:30 with game day, and UMHB hosts TLU. Pre-game at 12:30 on Fox Sports Central Texas. High school football tonight on our airways. University at Burleson, 104.9 at 6 o'clock. Waco hosts Midway on ESPN Central Texas, and Temple is at Belton on Fox Sports Central Texas. Both those broadcasts start at 7. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Oh man, jump around. I can see Quillen doing it as we speak, the uh, sports director over at uh, Channel 6. I like it when Curtis kind of puts on his traffic hat. He's out uh, to, uh, just minutes ago before he came on. Curtis is kind of letting everybody know the different traffic changes uh, around uh, around homecoming. Curtis, can you update us? It, it uh, Welcome back, by the way. Always fun to have you. Uh, it looks like there's another exit closed around campus. Are, people, are we just going to have to park along 35, leave our cars there, and just kind of walk to campus? Is that the best way to do this? Honestly, it's either that or take 340 around the east side of the campus. I don't know what it is, but, you know, this is my sixth season here, and for four of those football seasons, I've just taken 340 around to get to the stadium because trying to deal with the traffic nightmare with the construction and, of course, homecoming weekend and everything that goes with the parade, it's just not worth it to take 35 up to MLK for me. I would rather just go around the campus, cut up by the Ferrell Center, and, and get into the media a lot that way. I, I haven't had any headaches in the three years I've been doing it that way. All right, I like that. 334A will remain open. Stadium can be reached by from 17th 
to LaSalle to Martin Luther King. That's what I'm going to do, okay? I know everybody wants to kind of know how Mosley's arriving, but I, I'm with you, <laughs> Curtis. Let's let's come in that route. Now, I, I show up even earlier than you. I know it's hard for people to believe, but for our four hours before kickoff, the uh, the pregame show, Curtis, and uh, and that's a good one. Now, boy, I'm looking at your game of the week. Now, I, I'm getting excited for this thing because um, you're talking about the atmosphere and all of that. Um, the game of the week appears to be, Curtis, if I'm reading your uh, your Twitter appropriately, is Temple versus Belton. Okay? And yes, that's, sir. Uh, at Tiger yeah, Field. That, wow. You guys are going to be live at 6 p.m., and then at when it goes final, you'll have some live reports out there. Break that break that thing down for us like only you can. It's one of those games where you have to kind of throw the X's and O's out the window because mm. the year that we thought it was going to be close in 2019, Temple kind of ran away with it. Um, and then, you know, all the years that we think that Temple's going to run, run away with it, you know, we get a triple overtime thriller where Logan Smith kicks a 53-yard field goal to send it to a third overtime. Uh, he, who, by the way, is now down at the uh, on the 40 acres playing for Steve Sarkeesian's uh, Texas Longhorns. When you can mm. kick like that, it's no wonder yeah. you're kicking for for the flagship program in the state. Uh, I mean, that's just the atmosphere itself makes it worthy of being the game of the week. And then you factor in that, yeah, Belton's looking at the wounds a little bit because it kind of got its teeth kicked in last week at Harker Heights. But this is a a, a rivalry affair, and we know what that means in football. It means things happen that are not explainable. Um, is Belton going to get big played again like it did by Harker Heights a week ago? Is Belton going to come out kind of uh, upset because it just got embarrassed last weekend? And, you know, one thing Scott Stewart told me earlier this week is this is a, this is a game for playoff seeding. This, this is two teams yeah. who are both trying to play uh, home games in the first round. Uh, Belton's the second biggest school in the district. They get in, they're guaranteed to go Division One. Uh, Temple is the second smallest school in the district. They get in, they're guaranteed to go Division Two, And so they're not going to be on the same playoff bracket, which means they both can play at home, but they would really, really uh, like to be able to get a win tonight because that would make that path a whole lot uh, more clear. Love it when these two communities get together. And, uh, it, you know, they fight. You know, we get Belton has some really good barbecue options now. Temple probably leads the way in most Tex-Mex restaurants available. Um, Temple yeah. certainly has some nice, that's, you know, the steak restaurant, Cheeves Brothers. And they got a pretty good Italian restaurant. Is it Pignati's or however you say that? Uh, so, I, I it's a pretty good battle both, you know, all over the place. So, I think you've picked well, and this will be kind of fun. Now, what else do you have your your eye on uh, this uh, th- this Friday? You know, Mosley, the one that finished kind of second in our department's discussions um, for game of the week was Weston Whitney because seven three eight D one is a three team race, and I don't think that that's too strong of a statement uh, to make. I think it's West Whitney and Grandview are the three that are kind of competing for the crown. I don't, you know, Madison took a step back this year. Dallas Madison. Uh, a plus isn't that good of a program, and you know you've got some other some other weak programs in there. May Pearl's probably going to be competing for that fourth playoff spot again, um, but the district title comes down to these three teams. Well, they they all play 
uh, West and Whitney both play Grandview in the next two weeks. Whitney hosting next week. West goes to Grandview the week after. Um, and so tonight is would go a long way in setting up a district title clash. Obviously, you still got to play the Zebras after this. Um, they're really looking to get into the driver's seat. And for West, you can go into the open week 8-0 and 4-0 in district. You've got to be feeling good at that point if you're David Woodard and you're just a couple, you're just a win or two from clinching a district championship uh, as you're going into the open week. This is a driven Trojan team, and this is a Wildcat team that went out and got itself battle tested in the non-district three and three coming into tonight. But you know those three losses are to three playoff teams, two of them, Mart and Rogers. And so I don't read too much into those three losses and. Uh, this is uh, this is a really fascinating game for me. Another one that I've got my eye on is uh, Harker Heights and Shoemaker. You know, mm. kind of similar to uh, Shoemaker, kind of coming into this one a little like Belton. Kind of got embarrassed a little bit last week. Uh, Brian is kind of a surging team now. I don't know if Brian got his quarterback back. I don't know if the Vikings simply found their way. But you know, two straight wins over Shoemaker and Colleen now, um, and. That was that was Brian's first win of the year. You never want to be the first for a winless team. And I know that Shoemaker <laughs> lost a lot and a lot of experience because Toby Foreman was very honest in the preseason. We're going to be young. We lost a lot of experience. So can the Gray Wolves take that next step? This is a probably if the bracket shakes out the way that I'm kind of thinking it will. This could be a really, really impactful game because I think the five teams that we're kind of looking at as potential playoff teams in District 12-6A are Ellison, Shoemaker, Harker Heights, Temple, and Belton. And Coppers Cove would really, really like a stay in that. And I think that, you know, this is one of those games that's going to really go – it could potentially go down to the wire like it has the past two years. But at the same time, it could potentially shape the way that the uh, 6A bracket shapes out in both Division One and Division Two there in Region 2. Okay, I've been doing some research on uh, Harker Heights has a new restaurant. I got to just rack my brain a little bit. But I, I, I just happened <laughs> to be kind of passing through, and I thought, man, I can't believe Harker Heights has that. It's right off kind of 35 there. So, Let's let's keep our eye on that situation. Uh, any good sports writer or broadcaster should know where all those places are uh, along the highway. Uh, Curtis, Curtis Quillen, Channel Six, joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Now we'll get to the Baylor game in a minute. This this uh, the line on that game intrigues me greatly. Same thing for this uh, Oklahoma State. And by the way, I. I'm trying to think when I'm going to honor this. I think Common Ground's coming up the game, uh, the day before the Texas game when I, when I owe you the coffee, okay? You beat – you. we had the Oklahoma State-Baylor bet, and, of course, you came out on we top. Did. But you still have not completely bought in to this Pokes team. And I know you love them, and I know yeah. you want them to win, but now Texas, I don't know what to expect. They're either going to be angry and sarcasm rolling or, or they're still reeling – from what happened, and uh, I, I, every every time this uh, matchup occurs, something weird has happened, dating even back, you know, as far as ten to fifteen years ago, when I used to watch this thing, and Oklahoma State would get way up, and you know there would be a a, a back and forth type thing. Do you have any feel for this thing? Uh, horns are favored by four. 
Is it four now? I think it was five when I was looking yesterday. Yeah, I, yeah. I get. I, I think Vegas is on to something here. Look, I'm not going to say that this is going to be a blowout because if there, you, you already mentioned that this game is always, 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 always weird from, you know, uh, one of those years in Austin having some of the worst officiating I've ever seen in a college football game to, you know, you have the, uh, the, the touchdown that wasn't in 2012 to – I mean, you name it. I mean, this is just one of those things where throw what you know about football out the window because this game's going to be determined by something to define. It's just that weird of a game. Look, I still don't know what to think of this OSU team. I mean, the offense finally scored points in the second half a few weeks ago against Baylor, and so then it goes into a bye, and, you know, you've got, like you said, Texas is coming off of a loss. There's just so much that I don't know about this about this Oklahoma State squad. And I don't think the defense has faced a running back, a single running back, as powerful and as explosive as Bijan Robinson. I don't think that it's faced this type of offense this season because, you know, Texas proved last week it can score points. Now, it might not be able to turn off the faucet, against really good teams is improved whenever it had a 28-7 lead and lost to Oklahoma. But it's what, what are we going to get in this game for Oklahoma State? Is Spencer Sanders going to cough the ball up like he sometimes tends to do in, uh, in big games like this? Is the defense going to be able to contain both Thompson and B. John Robinson? Is it going to be able to keep uh, Thompson from throwing it to guys like Joshua Moore? Is this, you know, there's so many questions that are going to impact this game. You know, you texted me this morning if I was bought into this Oklahoma State team or not. And I've just seen this movie too many times before, Matt. Uh, my senior year, Oklahoma State starts the year 10-0 and 0, and then just get absolutely annihilated in the final three games of the year by Baylor, Oklahoma, and Ole Miss. And I just – if Oklahoma State's legit, it needs to go out there and it needs to win this game and it needs to not do it on a fluke play. And so that's <laughs> kind of where I'm at with, uh, with this OSU team. Something tells me you'll take it, though, even if it's fluky. Golly, like oh, that sure. one game where Baylor needed – what did Baylor need to happen that one year? Was it y'all to lose or win when there was an interception at the very end of the game – well, who was I that? Don't want to talk it about would have been. Game. Oh, I'm so sorry. Was it that Justin was, Gilbert dropped was, an interception or something? Yep. Okay. That was Bedlam yeah. 2013, Matt. I was standing in six <laughs> inches of snow watching that game, and uh, and Justin Gilbert dropped the interception that woke one Oklahoma State its second Big 12 championship. Next thing you know, the 2:30 kick in Waco is Texas and Baylor. Winner takes the Big 12 crown, and the loser gets second in the in the conference or third, depending on. Uh, wh- whether it was Texas or uh, or Baylor that lost that game, and, oh, uh, yeah. I still got. I'm, I'm still I'm still upset about that Jay Gill interception. Goodness gracious! I was right there in the in the Baylor press box waiting on that thing to happen. And was that the last? Was that the last game at Floyd Casey? I'm trying to think. That was, was. like, yeah, yeah. That's wild to think of. Okay, Baylor. And BYU, the, whoa, this line really intrigues me. Line opens at like whatever, three and a half, four and a half. I, 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 we were guessing after last week's game, and I thought BYU might be favored by. I mean, this tells you, I mean, you usually have a decent feel for Vegas, what they're going to do. 
this this line has been bet up now to Baylor by six and a half. I don't know how much the loss against Boise State did it, but I mean this is still a really good BYU team. And again, the Bears by six and a half at McLean. I I'm just um, I'm a little baffled by this line. I think the game has a chance to be fascinating for a lot of reasons, not the least of which is this team is joining the Big 12 soon, and I think that that has added a lot more meaning to this game. It's added a lot more meaning to this game. There's obviously the religious component. You have two devoutly religious schools that are playing, and so it's almost as religious as uh, as the Holy War. I don't think it's quite up to that level, um, you know, between BYU and Utah. Um the thing that fascinates me about this game is you mentioned the line. Jaron Hall, in his first game back from injury last week, so the first time he's played football in almost a month because he got hurt late in that BYU win over Arizona State, he had the, his best game of the year. And he throws for, what was it, almost 300 yards. He only had, he only had the one interception. They lost three fumbles, though. So it, basically what Boise State proved was that to beat BYU, you have to force them into an unreasonable number of turnovers. You have to pummel them in a turnover battle because that's how Boise State won this game. You know, back-to-back fumbles on back-to-back plays that the Broncos recover is the difference in this game because that's what gave Boise State the lead. Um, This is an interesting, interesting uh, game. I think that BYU is going to come in on a mission, but I also think Baylor also has a lot to prove. And so everything you can say about one team, you can say about the other. Um, you know, both of them have one loss. How they lose that, they, the team they were playing that week did exactly what it is they needed to do to beat, to beat them. And that was yeah. to help Baylor out of the end zone for a quarter, for, for a half in Stillwater for Oklahoma State to hand Baylor its only loss this year. And Boise State sent, sent BYU in a coughing fit, and they kept coughing the football up under the carpet every, every <laughs> chance they got in Provo last week. And so, you know, at what point, you know, obviously, the offense at that point was what helped, helped them struggle in those losses. So what does the other defense do in this game? What wrinkles does each defense bring out? Kalani Sataki is a mastermind of a coach, and he's got a really good staff. But... Jeff Grimes and Eric Mateos know what to expect from the BYU defense as well as anybody in college football for the simple fact that for the past few years, that's who they were going up against in practice every single day. I am fascinated by this game. I think it's close. I think we're talking about between three and seven. Um, I just, I don't know which one I think plagues in offense more are we talking on monday about you know baylor didn't score for a half again or are we talking about hey baylor forced byu into seven turnovers or some ridiculous number like that and is now six and one and bowl eligible for the first time under dave aranda yeah i think there's uh i think there's a lot to think about and uh and i think you've made some really good points and i like uh the sailor aspect of this both teams are going to have sailor uh the sailor cougar and the sailor bear on the helmet Mm -hmm. and i should compliment you uh we got a roll but i just wanted to say it turns out you attending that texas a&m alabama game sometimes you just happen to show up at the right place 
and uh, kudos to you for sensing that something special might might be about to happen. So uh, I I have to say, Curtis, that worked out for you. That was the single greatest atmosphere I've ever watched a college football game in, Matt. That was awesome, and the 12th man earned that one. That was not a fluke win for A&M. They were the better team on the field that night. You heard it there. It is Curtis Quillen, and he is the man from Channel 6, and you can watch it tonight, live reports at 6. And then, of course, after the action, they have their their, uh, live show, do such a great job. It's Curtis Quillen. You hear him here every single Friday. Okay, it's time for... Campus Confidential. That's next. The China Spring Coaches Show with Brian Bell. Brought to you by Kristen Clements, Camille Johnson Realtors, China Spring Country Store, Triple S Sports, Benchmark Mortgage, and First National Bank of Central Texas. China Spring Cougars now 6-0 on the year, and they won their district opener 74 to nothing over Gerald. Score indicates, Coach, that your team had a great night offensively. Uh, yes, sir. They did. Uh, we we came out and we're ready to play from the start. Um, our offensive line did a good job controlling controlling the pocket and uh, opening up some lanes for Kyle Bard on the inside and Major on the inside. So, uh, really proud of how how their guys were playing up front. Uh, they came out with some firepower early. I'm certain that you got a chance to play a lot of the reserves. Who among those backups stood out in their efforts? Uh, well, yeah, Jaden Davis. Uh, he plays some running back, some tight end, and some inside linebacker force. Um, really practicing hard during the week, uh, and the, t- the few times that he does get in the game, he he plays really well, and so we're really proud of him. And um, also Jordan Mulkey got a touchdown, his first varsity touchdown as a running back. And when you come out in the second half and you have a pretty big lead, um, I was really proud of our guys for coming out and, and kind of establishing establishing the game and controlling the game again, so we could get those reserve guys in, and uh, and they did a good job for us as well. Defense pitched its first shutout. Who stood out on the defensive side in the win? Uh, well, all of them, really. Um, you know, there's a couple guys. Isaiah Williams, he had a pretty spectacular interception. Uh, they had a little screen play over the middle, and he kind of went up and over some people to go get the ball and, and return it for a touchdown. So that was nice. Next up, a trip to Gatesville, a team that's just 2-4 and four, but has demonstrated improvement for the last few seasons. Your thoughts about Gatesville? Uh, well, they're obviously going to be very, very well coached. You know, uh, Coach Howard does a good job over there and good schematically on offense and defense. They play really, really hard. Uh, they don't do a lot on defense, but what they do, they uh, they just kind of get after you and, and play really fast. So uh, we got to make sure we're ready to play because they can present a lot of problems for us. ESPN Central Texas. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas, is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. When you work with a bank, you should expect the best of everything. That includes face-to-face personal service and the kind of community banking care that only comes from one neighbor to another. That's exactly what you'll get from the First National Bank of Central Texas, where you know your banker works as hard as you do. Because just like the Waco High Lions, they're focused on winning no matter the game. That's the First National Bank of Central Texas, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 
Kristen Clements, a realtor with Camille Johnson Real Estate, has been working in the real estate profession since 2013. Kristen specializes in the greater Waco and surrounding areas. Born and raised in Waco, Kristen is a graduate of Baylor University, and she and her husband and three children currently reside in China Spring. If you're looking to relocate and need a hardworking agent to work on your behalf, call Kristen Clements today, 717-3020, or check her out at CamilleJohnson.com. The Big 12 Blitz, weekdays at 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. At Ascension Providence, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with you in times of need, and showing compassion when you're at your most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension Providence, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetProvidenceCare.com. The one stop for all your farm and ranch supplies is China Spring Country Store. They are an official Purina dealer. When it's time to buy feed for all your animals, including dogs, cats, and exotic pets, China Spring Country Store also has the latest styles from the most popular brands of women's Western clothing, including those comfortable shoes from Hey Dude, plus jewelry, lawn and garden products and Plum Creek Crockers that will be perfect for your front porch. Go by and see Taylor, Melissa, and the gang at China Spring Country Store, 9030 China Spring Highway. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Tampa Bay gets by the Philadelphia Eagles on Thursday night football, 28 to 22. College football tonight, North Texas hosts Marshall, number nine, Oregon hosts Cal, and number 24, San Diego State is at San Jose State. The ALCS gets underway tonight with Boston Red Sox at the Houston Astros, 707 first pitch. College football tomorrow on our airways. Bader hosts BYU at McLean Stadium tomorrow. Our coverage starts at 10:30 with game day, and UMHB hosts TLU. Pre-game at 12:30 on Fox Sports Central Texas. High school football tonight on our airways. University at Burleson, 104.9 at 6 o'clock. Waco hosts Midway on ESPN Central Texas, and Temple is at Belton on Fox Sports Central Texas. Both those broadcasts start at 7. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley alongside Aaron Sexton getting you ready for some college football this weekend. And uh, lots of interesting games that are going on. I've told you how fascinated I am with this Oklahoma story. And we're just going to see how Lincoln Riley plays this thing. He's mad at the local, at, at the college sports writers. They've, they've outfoxed him. They were able to see who he was giving carries to. And so uh, it's, uh, I, it, this is going to be really, really interesting to see how this all plays out he said we'll see how it goes the enterprising college writers from the daily campus the OU daily campus were able to see that uh, uh, Caleb Williams was getting the most reps and so it looks like he's going to be the guy to uh, to you know to be able to to step up and get the job done for them I, this is really really an interesting one uh, I, I, we're going to look at some of these lines a little later in the show. 
But I did notice, I wrote this one down, uh, Oklahoma favored by 13 and a half. The last time I looked, these things can be pretty fluid. They're, they can move a little bit. I, I say if you're a friendly uh, bookmaker uh, you're, you know, in, the, in your neighborhood, if you could get that thing to two touchdowns, you get to 14, I would strike. I would strike on that because what has happened is TCU has slowly but surely started to get some players back from injury. This thing's starting to look a little bit more like what Gary Patterson was hoping it would look like. Now, there's a bit of a problem here. TCU has been known to fall down to Oklahoma early. Now, the good news is they fight back, so there could be a backdoor cover on this one. But it is something to kind of look out for, and uh, and I think I think that one's going to be an interesting one. The, the Oklahoma State-Texas matchup, it's a weird one. There are late turnovers. There are always late interceptions. Ellinger had, even as he, as a young quarterback, was kind of getting it going, starting to look good. He threw some awful interceptions. In that game in Austin, I remember about three years ago, Ellinger puts one in the back of the end zone, and he gets picked off, and they lose. This is an enormous game for the Longhorns after what happened. The, for both teams, the, 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 you know, Texas can still kind of keep going in the right direction, can maybe think about, okay, could we end up playing Oklahoma again in the Big 12 title game? They lose this one. That all hope is out. All hope is out. And if they, if Oklahoma State wins this game, I, I think we I think you can start to get pretty excited about this team. And, and and I think Oklahoma State could end up ranked, you know, six or seven in the country if they win this game. And so you could start to even make an outside argument for a playoff spot. It, 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 because this would be this would really be something. And then of course as you start to sprint toward what could be the final bedlam game, then you have even more on the line. And so I think that's a, I think that's a fascinating game. Now, Aaron, do you, do you, are you buying? We saw against Baylor, this team will turn it over. Spencer Sanders will throw you the ball. The only thing I think that's different about this Oklahoma State teams from some of the past is they, they have some really good, I mean, safeties, on the back end of that defense, some linebackers. This defense will play, and that has not always been the case of Oklahoma State. Are you buying or selling this Oklahoma State team, Aaron? I don't want to be on the fence about it, but you'll know after this game. This is their kind of Iowa State game. Um, but I think if they can stop Robinson, that they'll beat them. And B. John Robinson is the star player for Texas, and he's been getting a ton of touches. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that's going to be interesting. But, of course, Oklahoma State has, uh, has a big-time running back as well. And so we will see how this goes. But I really think it comes down to what, how many mistakes does Spencer Sanders make in this game. And I think that's going to that's end up playing a big role. Um, the re recommendation has been made by the NCAA task force recommended on Friday that incoming freshmen in Division I and II sports should no longer be required to meet minimum scores on standardized tests. Aaron, you remember this? You remember like Prop 48 athletes? We would talk about it. And, oh, you know, 
Uh, certain schools couldn't get guys in. What happened to Baylor back in the day? They couldn't get players in. Very interesting that the NCAA task force is saying, let's do away with some of these standardized tests. This is the Division I Committee on Academics and Division II Academic Requirements Committee will consider the recommendation at their next scheduled meetings in February. I believe this task force, task force is the one that Baylor President uh, Dr. Linda Livingstone is on. And so um, the, the president at Morgan State, who's the chairman of this task force, said, we are observing a national trend in NCAA member schools moving away from requiring standardized test scores for admission purposes. And this recommendation for athletics eligibility aligns directly with that movement. All right, so, Aaron, I would say for the most part, I, I've got no issues. I don't know if we've ever really had a true feeling that the SAT and the ACT showed things as well as just flat out doing well on grades and, and staying on top of your grades. And so anything to, to put less emphasis on standardized tests, I'm, I am for. And that is the way the NCAA is moving. Aaron, you have thoughts? No, I agree with you. I agree. Uh, there's way, way too much emphasis put on a single test uh, as opposed to your overall academic performance I, I'm, I'm i'm in 100 percent agreement with you on that one all right games tonight i mean i don't like it when they compete with uh friday night lights i want i want the high schools to have it all to themselves so i really don't applaud college football but i will tell you if you are staying home and you want to kind of keep up with what's going on out there tonight's games uh as we're all out there at the bonfire and celebrating baylor homecoming we got a late game, 9.30 Central kick, two, two late games. you got, uh, if you want to stay up late, watch a little college football, and I'm not opposed to that. Oregon hosts California. Okay, that's Cal Berkeley. And I'm trying to see, Oregon is now ranked number nine in the country. They did drop that one uh, earlier. But uh, Oregon is going to host Cal. All right, so that's Cal Berkeley. That's a late one. And then San Jose State, oh, they still make me sick because of what they did to Baylor all those years ago, the 1980 football season. San Jose State hosts San Diego State. San Diego State is ranked, is undefeated. It is uh, 24th, ranked 24th. Now, the Mean Green, not having a good season, uh, they will host Marshall. And Marshall's not that great either. That's a 500 team. That's on the CBS Sports Network, and Marshall is favored by 11 in that one, I should say. That Oregon game, Oregon is favored by 13 and a half. I could almost be persuaded to take or, uh, Cal Berkeley because weird things happen in that Pac-12. Syracuse is hosting Clemson. Clemson getting, uh, uh, let's see, Syracuse getting 13 and a half. That game's at Syracuse. If you've got to bet it, I would bet on Syracuse to cover. All right, this is not a good Clemson team. Clemson, this is extremely rare, but Clemson's just not that good. And that that is just strange when you see a, a Clemson team not ranked. But that's what we're dealing with. Now, the best games, um, I, I would say this weekend, anytime you get Georgia involved in a game, 
and it's Georgia-Kentucky. That's number 11, Kentucky, at number one, Georgia. I would normally say, you know, I, I, for over the years, I've not gotten caught up a lot in watching Kentucky. They almost never beat teams in the top ten. This is a good Kentucky team. It really is. And Mark Stoops has done a great job, and I still, as, as great as Georgia's been, I'm not totally buying into this quarterback. Stetson Bennett is his name. I, 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 just, I, just, I just don't. I, you know, it, it's just for whatever reason I've not completely been able to buy in. I think you could have a fascinating matchup on your hands. That game's on CBS at 2.30. And, again, that is Kentucky, number 11 Kentucky, at number one Georgia. It's very rare to, to think about Kentucky in anything except men's basketball or uh, volleyball because they won the national title last year in volleyball. But football, they are really good. And I would say if you had to make me pick right now a coach of the year in college football, I'm, I would have to, like before Saturday's games, I would have to go with Mark Stoops who was long thought to be the other Stoops brother. If he keeps doing this, you're going to have to make a case for Mark Stoops to be right up there close to Bob Stoops. That sounds crazy, but I'm telling you, he's doing an incredible job at Kentucky. Last time Kentucky beat like a top 10 type team, it was 2007. Rich Brooks was their coach, and... um, Aaron, can you name the Kentucky quarterback in 2007 who would have led like a huge upset that year? I want to say they beat Oregon or somebody like that. They beat like a, they beat like a really. Oh no, they beat LSU. LSU might have been number one in the country at that point. Who was the quarterback of uh, of Kentucky that year, Aaron? Uh, without looking it up, Jared. I can't remember his last name. It was not him. It was not Jared Lorenzen. That's what it I was thinking. Was of. It was Andre Woodson. Remember him? Pretty good quarterback. I do. 2007, Andre Woodson was quarterbacking Kentucky. I just happened to be reading that. I don't want to act like I had that at top of mind. I was reading up on some Kentucky stuff. Okay. In preparing, Aaron, for the for the uh, uh, our, our game day live show out there from uh, Touchdown Alley. God, it's going to be fun. Baylor alumni, the reunion. My 25th reunion. Aaron, will you come out there? Please come out there and honor my my 25th uh, uh, reunion. Would you do that for me? Thank you. Thank you. Don't don't answer that. I know you I know you want to be there. Uh, it is uh, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And, yes, you will hear from the great Matthew Meyer. <sighs> Going to be an All-American for the Baylor Bears. He is next. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin, choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing. 
just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too. Or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. Pascal Insurance and Real Estate is a full-service, independent insurance agency and real estate company. They write all policies from commercial to auto and home. Pascal Insurance represents multiple companies, including Safeco, Travelers, Allstate, Progressive, Nationwide, and Hoheim Prairie. The real estate experts specialize in residential, commercial, and farm and ranch properties. Stop by and check them out at 401 Madison and McGregor or learn more at psrealtors.com. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. At Ascension Providence, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with you in times of need, and showing compassion when you're at your most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension Providence, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetProvidenceCare.com. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Additional sponsors include Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Bebert Collision Care Center, Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements, Ascension Providence, Common Grounds, Heritage Creamery, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is uh, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Matthew Meyer joining us now. And, Matthew, it's fun to be uh, talking to you again. Um, I, I, I would imagine, you know, it's been extremely fun to celebrate this title, but I'm getting the sense that uh, uh, although that band performance the other day was really, really cool, the Golden Wave band, but I'm getting the sense that, uh, you know, you guys have turned the page and truly are looking, uh, not looking back. I guess we'll do one more, like, banner ceremony, and then it'll be on to this <laughs> new season. How are you? How are you feeling about all that? Is it um, uh, is it been a lot of fun to? Um, I, I know you missed some of those guys because they were your roommates and great friends, and now they're in the NBA. But you now being such a team leader and all of that, how is how is that how is practice and everything going? That's a lot of fun. We got a lot of talented guys, um, super talented freshman class, and I mean we're looking really good. But yeah, our eyes are forward. I mean we we still. Uh, respect what we did last year, but Coach Drew's, you know, got us headed in the right direction, and our practices are really competitive, and uh, I mean, I think we have a super solid team this year. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, and I think we're waiting to see, you know, guys like Akinjo, as you said, the three freshmen, we haven't seen a lot of crier, uh, you know, to uh, 
to kind of know his game, although we know he's a you know excellent three point shooter. Um, but but by the way, what do you think of uh, uh, this homecoming? You finally we finally get to have a uh, a typical homecoming now. Matthew, do you usually uh, make it out to the homecoming parade? Obviously, uh, thought of as the as the premier homecoming parade in the country. Do you do you try to go out there and check it all out? Yeah, I'll probably make it out there and definitely go to the football game. So looking forward to that. Yeah, and what? By the way, what was that experience like? Being uh, honored on the field and then seeing that performance with the uh, that that thing has kind of gone viral, as they say. And uh, the goat, the the marching band did a pretty cool thing for you guys. What? Uh, how how cool was that to be a part of? Yeah, that was super cool. And I don't know if you saw on social media, uh, we did like a kind of thank you thing for them. And Adam like said thank you to them on camera. And yeah. then we were all like passing the ball back and forth, and we had like spots that we were all gonna run to, and like we just all we just spelled out thanks, and then yeah, it was pretty funny. But we appreciated those guys for that. That was pretty cool. I liked it. I don't know if y'all's thanks is quite as precise as the <laughs> as the Golden Wave Band, but I thought y'all did a, yeah. a pretty nice job with it. Now the uh, talking to Matthew Meyer, uh, the uh, Baylor. Boy, a little bit of everything. Wing can play some guard, can go down low if he's if he has to. Uh, Matthew, that was uh, that was kind of cool. I bet uh, to see the Big Twelve uh, preseason team come out, and you were uh, you were named to that. I mean, these last few years, you've obviously been a great contributor, but uh, but you know you were more of a six man type type guy. How was that? What was that like to to see that announced the other day? I mean, it was cool, but it really doesn't mean anything. I mean, that's just their guess on how we're like. I'm gonna play the season and James, but like, it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't mean anything. Like, we're focused on, and also, you know, I want to be the best player I can be. But we're focused on winning a championship and winning a Big Twelve. So, I mean, it's it's cool to get uh, preseason awards, but like, I'm I'm looking for the, you know, I'm trying to get the postseason awards. Like, if I was named the first team All Big Twelve after the season, I'd be honored. But like right now, I'm like. All right, people think I'm good. That's cool, but I got to really go prove it. Well, a lot of people would say you have proved it, but but this will be more minutes this season. Um, I you know I am kind of curious now. What coaches have told me is that um, your on-ball defense, your 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 offensive rebounding. I mean, you've put a ton of time in, and 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 those are some areas where you've really gotten uh, even better. How how did you? I mean, is that something, uh, Matt, that you've been working on a ton? And uh, and what do you sort of attribute that to? Well, I just want to be able to guard one through five. And the main thing is, like, both of those things are effort things. And you can't. Um, I mean, you can't have better effort if you're not in good condition, like, well conditioned. So I've really just been mainly working on my conditioning, like the rebounding and the uh, defense stuff. I haven't like worked so much on the test technical aspect of it I really just like I know I'm going to be playing around 30 minutes a game this year so I got to be in the best shape of my life because I was only playing 15 last year and I was still getting gassed so I mean it's it's mainly a conditioning <laughs> thing and then uh, I, I know that part of my value for NBA teams and for helping my team win this year is being able to regard multiple positions at a high level so I've been really locking in like when they like if the guards iso me or something I take a lot of pride in that so uh, but it's mainly conditioning do you find yourself kind of like I do watching? I, I I can honestly say I love the NBA, 
but I've never really cared much about the preseason. But now that uh, Maceo and Jared are out there, and, and of course, uh, of course, Davion, do you find yourself watching more preseason NBA than ever <laughs> with your uh, former teammates out there? Yeah, definitely. I, I love watching those guys play, and also. I'm just watching it because, like, I'm kind of imagining what the process is going to be like for me next year. So um, definitely paying a lot more attention to it than I ever have. And, I mean, I've, I've, we went and watched Jared at the Mavs game the other day. Davion's obviously been killing it, too. But um, we went and watched Jared, and he had, like, 22, I think, and I was just losing my mind. Like, that's <laughs> like my brother out there, like, dropping 22 on Like, it was just so crazy. So... I mean, I'm yeah, I'm paying a lot more attention to it. Isn't it cool the other night too to see him take somebody off the dribble? That may have been uh, my man George. He's he's uh, Jared's kind of taking advantage of those veteran players out there. You have to give him a hard time, but he 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 went to the rack and dunked. And you remember two years ago, I think it was two off seasons ago, uh, Matt. He put a lot of time into that to to get more athletic and get more explosive. So. Mm-hmm. I, I would say um, that's that's something you and, and and Jared both have. And as I recall, didn't you guys used to have a contest basically <laughs> who could who could have the most dunks in traffic? Well, it was it was just most dunks on the season, and I was like, all right, we both know you're probably going to play about twice the minutes as I am. Do you really think you can get more <laughs> dunks than me though? <laughs> and so, and then we made another rule that was a disadvantage towards me because I'm you know six nine, so it's not really fair. But if if he threw the pass to me, then it didn't count. And so he threw like half of my passes for the dunk. But I threw like <laughs> I threw like two of the passes to him for dunks. But we still counted them, and I still won. So, I mean, he's all talk. He's not really like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, you guys are the odd couple. But uh, I, I really I really hope that it'd be fun if the Jazz drafted you. You know, just reunite. I already love yeah. the Jazz, by the way, because Donovan uh, Mitchell's like my favorite player in the NBA. Yeah. Now it's funny yeah. that Davion gets compared to him. Talking to Matthew mm-hmm. Meyer and uh, on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN, Central Texas, and um, just thinking about this team. Now, you, you mentioned those freshmen. I, I, I'd kind of like to get your scouting report. Uh, uh, Sohan has uh, got that. Now, boy, hair-wise, that – blonde thing he's got up there is pretty nice i mean he's rivaling you uh with, with some of the hair and then kendall actually has uh has a pretty i think he's got an afro that is uh pretty aggressive but what what is yeah. uh what about those three guys uh each one of them even langston stands out and, and are these guys uh matt that you could see you know making that a, an immediate impact yeah definitely i think all of them can make an immediate impact and that's something about our team this year is we're I mean, we're so deep. I've never seen a team this deep before. Um, like, pretty much everybody, we can put them out there, and they're going to produce for us. So, um, for Langston, he's, like, a really mature, solid player already. Like, he's he's got the fundamentals down. Like, he jump stops in the paint. He doesn't turn it over too much. He, he knocks down shots. He's the kind of player that you can put in and rely on him to, like, do his job, play defense, and convert on the opportunities he's given. So, he's super solid. And then uh, Jeremy... He's like, I mean, he's kind of like me. He's like a six nine wing. Um, he's actually like an inch taller than me, so I think I'm like six eight and a half, and he's like six nine and a half. So maybe it's just the afro, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> he's he's really good. Like he moves really fluidly. 
he's like a little slower than me, but he's really methodical and he's um he's more he's like stronger than me. Like he's he can guard like a five man and like we can rely on that. He plays like more of a four, I play more of a three, but mm-hmm. he's like super good. I mean, he'll, I think he'll be an NBA player. And then Kendall is like the most athletic human I've ever met. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I threw three lobs to him yesterday, and he dunks like five times a practice. Like he's the best cutter, and he's he's so good at defense. It's crazy. Like it's not so much on ball. Like he is good on ball. I give him a hard time because I like he guards me, and I, I say I don't feel him. But like in the uh, in the passing lanes, I've never seen somebody as good as him. So all three of our guys are elite freshmen who will definitely make an impact this year. Yeah, and he's been predicted, talking about Kendall, as the uh, freshman of the year preseason. I know you're not looking at preseason, and you will not allow right. him to get the big head. You'll tell him, uh, hey, right. hey, let's see if you're the freshman of the year afterwards. Um, what do you – I'm always curious to get your take on uh, when when all this stuff happened with Texas and Oklahoma announcing they were leaving. Obviously, you're going to be long gone by the time all this happens. But as a, mm-hmm. as a guy who knows the Big 12 really well, lo- you know, loves that Texas rivalry, although it's been very lopsided toward you guys, toward Baylor, and, and certainly a guy from Austin um, who grew up around all those Longhorns, what, did, what was your initial take? Were you, were you kind of angry at them? Did you not really care that much? What, was, uh, what did you think of all that? Well, I didn't really know what to think, but um, it doesn't bother me too much because I know we're going to be getting good teams uh, coming in after them. So as long as the the teams we get are good, which I'm pretty sure we have like a list of them, uh, I mean, as long as the competition is still high and it's still an elite conference, it it is what it is. I know they, uh, they're doing it for money, and I, I can't blame them. It's a business. All right, and uh, Matthew Meyer joining us on the ESPN Central Texas, the Matt Mosley Show. Get, break down what's uh, Akinjo been like. I mean, you had uh, uh, kind of interchangeable guards. This guy, Flagler, and him, I guess, will share some of the guard duties. Both can play the point, but Akinjo seems like a pure point guard uh, who obviously can score. What uh, what have you seen from him, and, and how dynamic a, a player is, is uh, James? He's super good. He just brings that dog mentality that you need on every team, like, um, he keeps everything so competitive. Me and him like talk back and forth. I'd say most practices, and he just brings that. It's kind of like Mark Vidal, what Mark brought last year. It's like that that tough competitive edge. Like he's he's just a dog, and he gets he gets things done. Like I mean, you can count on James to like come in, not like not be scared, like just shoot the ball, get in the paint, make plays. So he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be super solid for us all year. Did it did it bug you at all that uh, that Kansas and Texas were predicted in front of you, or do you, did you just not care about that? Does anything? I mean, it seems like the defending national champs, you know, might get especially with some great players like you and uh, EJ and and uh, uh, and Flagler and all those guys coming back and flow would would probably be the favorites. What what was your take on that? Matt, I'm going to be honest. I don't care about the preseason things at all. <laughs> like, the, the preseason first team, like, that was right. cool and all. But, like, the, the, the teams, too, it is what it is, you know. Like, I mean, I, I'm not surprised we're ranked three because I know they got a lot of returning guys and we don't. So, I mean, I think we're first. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I like it. I like it. And, uh, by the way, how is the uh, name, image, and likeness going? I always thought 
you would be the best at this. Um, it came a little late for Vital. I thought Vital, he was he was ready out of the gates. He had some, uh, <laughs> you know, some uh, paraphernalia and all that kind of stuff. And I, I think, as I recall, like the first day of it, you had something lined up and you were ready to roll. Has it? Uh, have you had fun with it? And and what's the what's the most interesting thing you've been approached to uh, to endorse? I did something with the Texas Rangers the other day. I threw out the first pitch, um, like a, like over a month ago, and then yeah. they like uh, DM me on Instagram and just uh, and I just went to their game. All I had to do was like post a picture and two stories, and I got um, some money in a in a jersey, custom jersey, and. I mean, it's just pretty cool because that's like the team I watched growing up. Okay, you were a Rangers fan. Now, I I think I saw the uh, the replay of that. Did you try to? Did you go with like a fastball, or were you just trying to get over the plate? What was uh, what was your approach on that? I'm not gonna lie, I was more nervous than I thought I was gonna be. Like I was like, <laughs> oh, this is cool. And then I was like really going on the field. I was like so nervous, and I was like, okay, just like don't throw it in the dirt. <laughs> but that was cool. So. Well, listen, um, it's exciting. How's by the way, I you you you're probably disappointed in me. Right before we did this interview, I had let the hair grow out quite a bit. My daughter <laughs> accused me of having a mullet, and I just kind of cleaned it up for the homecoming look uh, at the bonfire and everything tonight. So I, I apologize to you about that. Is every are you in sort of mid season form? Are you kind of uh, how is the hair? Is everything okay? It's great. I'm rocking it year round. So okay. Currently anybody, in form. Has anybody replaced the uh, the Mullet Brothers? Is there anybody on uh, on the roster currently that has a similar hairstyle? I know at one point uh, you were trying to get Zach maybe to uh, participate. Yeah, Zach won't do it. So I think the best hair on the team besides myself is the two. I'm, they might be the Afro Bros because Jeremy's got the blonde mullet and Kendall's got the regular i mean the i meant um afro <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> they both have afro so i mean they'll probably do something with that try to get some nil deal out of that but yeah yeah very good does sohan uh does he speak polish in like different languages and everything or or have you or has he broken that out? I mean, I know he was on I've the never, Polish I've never even team. asked him about Yeah, I never even asked him about that. He's got like a super thick accent, so we all make fun of him for it, but it's just so <laughs> cute. It's like it's his personality. <laughs> I heard him do one of those get to know things and yeah, he did yeah. sound he did sound uh, but you know what they 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 it may. I mean, I'm sure he is very intelligent because he's kind of a world traveler. But it, you're right; yeah. the accent makes them. It's just like, whoa, this guy must be yeah. a good scholar. <laughs> mm-hmm. All sure. right. Well, um, listen. Always fun, and uh, and we will. Uh, I don't know how much we can pay you for nil, but we love you, and we'll put this in as many places as possible. So hopefully, we can sort of build, keep building the uh, the the Matthew Meyer brand. Okay. Yeah. Appreciate that, man. There he goes. Matthew Meyer joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Dr. Rao Ali has been helping Central Texans at Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro with necks, backs, arms, and really any part of the body that aches. Call Dr. Rao Ali, 469-562-4188. Now time for a Cowboys update. 
everyone with today's Cowboys report. I'm Christy Scales. Amare Cooper looks forward to Sunday's challenge posed by mastermind Bill Belichick. You'll hear from the Cowboys wide receiver after this. At AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family. And it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Sunday, the 4-1 Cowboys will be in Foxborough taking on the 2-3 Patriots who have a young quarterback in Mac Jones instead of Tom Brady. But New England still has head coach Bill Belichick, the defensive genius who, according to Cowboy receiver Amari Cooper, continues to set the standard for the NFL. Yeah, it's a really important game for us just because who they were and who they still are. You know, they uh, still have the same coach, you know, Belichick. I and mean, they give you multiple different looks. You know, usually uh, in the NFL, Teams kind of stick with what they do. They'll switch to anything that they feel like will stop the team they're playing. Just play differently than a lot of other teams. And they're going to present a lot of challenging looks for us. It's going to be a big game for us. Sunday afternoon's kickoff is 325 Central. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. If you're a professional athlete or an armchair quarterback and suffer from chronic pain, let Dr. Rao Ali, a board-certified pain management specialist, help you. He's helping Central Texans at Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro with necks, backs, arms, and really any part of the body that aches. Call Dr. Rao Ali at 469-562-4188 to make an appointment. That number again, 469-562-4188. Don't let pain sideline you. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. I'm Joe Kaleo. At Kaleo Wealth Management Group, we believe a sound financial plan always starts by developing a good relationship with each client. We'd like the opportunity to build a relationship with you and help begin charting your path toward your financial goals. Dream big. We'll listen. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Get ready for a cool night for high school football. We are looking at temperatures at kickoff in the mid to lower 60s under mostly clear skies. So grab the blanket. Overnight with clear skies, we dropped to 49 degrees. And the weekend looks sunny, but it's going to be a cool weekend. High of 73 on Saturday and 74 on Sunday. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CNC Auto Group. Highway 6 and Imperial, come by and see what makes them different. Tampa Bay gets by the Philadelphia Eagles on Thursday night football, 28-22. College football tonight, North Texas hosts Marshall. Number 9, Oregon hosts Cal. And number 24, San Diego State is at San Jose State. The ALCS gets underway tonight with Boston Red Sox at the Houston Astros, 7:07 first pitch. College football tomorrow on our airways. Bader hosts BYU at McLean Stadium tomorrow. Our coverage starts at 10.30 with game day. And UMHB hosts TLU. Pre-game at 12.30 on Fox Sports Central Texas. High school football tonight on our airwaves. University at Burleson, 104.9 at 6 o'clock. Waco hosts Midway on ESPN Central Texas. And Temple is at Belton on Fox Sports Central Texas. Both those broadcasts start at 7. Sports Center, every 20 minutes. Only on ESPN Central Texas. Mosley, and it is the Friday of homecoming. Very exciting time, the Baylor family. And uh, my Baylor family, which is comprised of lots of Baylor folks, uh, is uh, will be in, uh, in town doing our thing, and everybody's going to be gathered together and a bonfire and having a lot of fun. And then at the parade tomorrow, and then, of course, uh, I'll be part of the pregame show that uh, game day live show that we do, the Office of Baylor Alumni is the presenting sponsor, and then uh, a lot of our great sponsors. I should say today, uh, the Baylor Club, what a uh, what an awesome place that is. And I try to I try to get by there anytime I have a chance. It's a great place to entertain, and it just really is a wonderful place. And that uh, that anytime uh, grill uh, that. That just is, um, you order off menu, and then a lot of times they'll have like a really nice buffet spread, and it's lunch, dinner options during the week. And a lot of people, uh, by the way, you don't have to be like a Baylor graduate or anything to be uh, out there. You can uh, go, and it's just a really beautiful view of the Brazos, the panoramic views of the campus, and uh, the traffic on 35, and then to see the field. And as the weather gets beautiful like it is now, um, I think we're going to have a pretty day. It's going to be, I think I just saw where it's going to be 71 maybe at kickoff at 2.30. So great time to think about joining that Baylor club. And then a reminder also that uh, before the Texas game, I'm going to be doing the show live at Common Grounds from the stage they have out there on the Baylor campus. And so if you want to come by for that, see the show in person, we'll have, some, uh, we'll have the PA system out there. You can hear us. And, uh, and that will be a fun time. Okay, lots going on. Um, and, and so I, I'm really excited about uh, homecoming, and, and that's going to be uh, – it was fun to have Matt Meyer on, Matthew Meyer. Uh, uh, I, I, what I'm writing now on Twitter is the mullet is ready for a starring role. 
and uh, that will go out everywhere. And, and Aaron does a great job of turning those around. And we have people who love listening, you know, uh, listening to those things if 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 they met if they uh, missed it in person. So that works out nicely. All right, Cowboys to uh, to try to catch up on. Tyron Smith, this neck thing that we brought up, I believe, yesterday. Nobody seems to know. They did an MRI. Um, it, Mike McCarthy does not seem to think it's anything too scary. You know, the problem is he's had surgery on it. So anytime you talk about an MRI and a neck, first of all, uh, it makes me a little fearful because I've had a neck injury. And, uh, you know, it, but this, this is going to be – this, I think I think everything's going to be okay um, on this one. Is is the way they're leaning, and then Trayvon Diggs has an ankle injury, and the word is that he's been doing pretty well in his uh, in his work, but it's mainly on the side with Britt Brown, who's the associate head trainer, athletic trainer for the Cowboys, and and so I was checking in with the Cowboys medical staff earlier today just to kind of get a sense of it. And I, I think everybody feels okay, but as only Jerry Jones could, Jerry Jones uh, basically came out and said, hey, both those guys are going to play. McCarthy said, Mike McCarthy, the actual head coach of the team, said, well, I think it's going to be a game-time decision. So <laughs> you really never know with, with, uh, with Jerry Jones. And he loves to come out and share injury news. So all of those are things to watch. Collins is going to be another week. The right tackle for the Cowboys, Lyle Collins, is going to be another week. Uh, other injury news, and, and actually a trade came up today that I wanted to pass along to everybody because it involves the NFC East and the Cowboys' nemesis, the Eagles, which they really don't seem like a uh, nemesis this year. The Eagles traded Zach Ertz, the really fine tight end, to the Cardinals for a cornerback who is uh, like a former six-round six round pick, decent cornerback, but not, not much to speak of, and a fifth-round pick. Ertz a good player, and if you'll, you'll remember, his uh, wife, of course, is on the U.S. women's national soccer team. I believe her name is Julie Ertz, but uh, Zach Ertz a good player. And uh, the Eagles, who just don't seem to be in a good place, lost again 28-22, got down 28-7, tried to fight back a little bit in that game, but ended up getting beaten that Thursday night game. They make a trade, and so that is the uh, tight end. Also, Seahawks, um, and this is, boy, this puts a lump in the throat of all Seahawks fans. They will place Russell Wilson on injured reserve as he continues to uh, recover from a finger surgery. Now, remember, the injured reserve is not what it used to be. It used to be out. Okay, that's it. You won't see him the rest of the year. Now they do injure reserve in the NFL a little differently. They can come back. Um, sources have told ESPN that Wilson is expected to be out for four to eight weeks. Now, again, I know fantasy players are out there, and they're upset and all that kind of stuff. This is the, just the way it is. These things happen. So his streak of 149 consecutive regular season starts will end. According to ESPN stats, it was the sixth longest streak in NFL history among quarterbacks. And so Geno Smith will make his first start at quarterback since 2017. If you had to guess who was the Iron Man, uh, Aaron, you, we always like playing a little trivia, and our people like playing a little trivia. Um, who would you say? Who would be the, the quarterback who had 
the most consecutive games without missing uh, for an injury or any other reason, who would you guess off the top of your head? Drew Brees. I don't think it's a bad guess, but I would say it's Brett Favre. And now you've made me second-guess myself. Uh, Aaron, look those up for us because it's either Favre, Breeze is a good guess. But I think Favre, I think at one point Favre had the record. And so that's what's in the back of my mind because he was incredible. Seahawks have also ruled out backup tackle Cedric Obuhe, uh, Obuhai. That is the, uh, if that's the uh, former offensive tackle from Texas A&M. Good player. Really good player. So um, this is uh, – and Chris Carson's out, by the way, uh, also, the, the running back. Uh, and, uh, Aaron, any fantasy updates you need to give us? Always like it. People like it when you give your fantasy football updates. Uh, any, anybody that's been performing for you or anybody that you're frustrated with as a fantasy player and you're ready to bench? Uh, well, there are a couple of those, but I was just going to say uh, you said Chris Carson was out. If Alex Collins is available in your league, pick him up and start him. Ooh, he Alex will be playing Collins. probably 65 to 70% of the snaps for the Seahawks. So if you're in need of running back, which every fantasy team is, and Alex Collins is available now that Chris Carson has been ruled out for a second consecutive week, pick him up and start him. All right, they, just so you know, uh, yeah, that, that's a good point, uh, Aaron. Alex, did you say that to me <laughs> or, or everybody? Alex Collins, oh, God, <laughs> I did, sometimes I don't know who Aaron's talking to. Although I like when you just do it on the, on the uh, air, Aaron. I like, that. I like people to kind of hear our behind-the-scenes talk. Alex Collins, as Aaron pointed out, started at running back against the Rams and gained 72 yards on 17 touches. And then one of my favorite names, Seattle also has a running back named DJ Dallas. <laughs> and Travis Homer. I like that. DJ Dallas. DJ is spelled D-E-E and then capital J-A-Y, one word, DJ Dallas. I may start going by that. All right, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And we continue on, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start getting you ready for BYU-Baylor. That's next. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's Amber Jack of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes looking at a full homecoming weekend of athletic events. That's straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. When we moved to Texas, we were like fish out of water. We didn't know anyone in our neighborhood until our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent came to the house. She was so helpful and reassuring, a friendly face with that Texan hospitality I'd heard about. When we purchased a Texas Farm Bureau insurance policy, we knew we were making the right choice. We knew our family would be protected. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to find an insurance agent who's a true neighbor. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. 
The 2021 Dodge brand, ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator, named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Today, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes, looking at a full weekend ahead in Baylor Athletics. Yeah, absolutely. Home, uh, homecoming, always a, a festive week. And, uh, you know, it's it's great to have it again because I uh, didn't, didn't get to celebrate homecoming last last year. Everything was canceled. And so to, to be able to do it this year, uh, I think all of us are grateful and excited about it. And, uh, and again, as you mentioned, just some exciting athletic events. Uh, equestrian on, on Friday, we're number eight in the country uh, versus Texas A&M, number, number five in the, in the country, you know, at the, uh, at the Willis Equestrian Center at, at noon. And, and then uh, volleyball uh, just a little bit later, 5 p.m. versus Kansas in the Farrell Center. So go to Equestrian. It's not a long <laughs> drive from the Equestrian Center to the Farrell Center. Right and uh, and watch a little volleyball and then a huge soccer match versus versus Texas at 7 p.m. and so you can you can even walk from the Farrell Center <laughs> on over to uh, onto the the Betty Lou Mays Field. So excited about uh, about those three events and then obviously the signature event uh, of homecoming, the football game against uh, BYU, number number 19 in the country, 2:30 p.m. kick. I believe it's going to be a sellout and a great celebration parade before um, a little a little uh, tribute or recognition welcoming uh, BYU before the game uh, with with their president and uh, an athletic director wanted to do it before the game and get all <laughs> right. that nicety out of the way uh, because when it's time to kick off it's uh, it's uh, it's time to compete at the at the highest level. Thanks, Mac. And that is tonight at 5 for Baylor-Kansas Volleyball, 7 o'clock for Baylor-Texas Soccer. Then tomorrow at 2.30 kickoff for the Bears and the BYU Cougars at McLean Stadium. Our coverage begins here at 10.30 with game day live tomorrow morning, 12.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show, the first hour of which is televised on KCEN-TV. Then a 2.30 kickoff tomorrow for Baylor and BYU here on ESPN Central Texas, the game televised tomorrow by ESPN. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. We'll talk to you tomorrow from McLean Stadium and have more Monday. I'm John Morris. The Crawford Coaches Show with Greg Jacobs, brought to you by Security Bank of Crawford, Bar None Country Store, Crawford Booster Club, Benchmark Mortgage, MP Electric, and TFNB Your Bank for Life. Coach, coming off a 33-14 victory over Hamilton in district play to remain undefeated on the season, this is a game uh, where your, your defense made some really big plays for you, three interceptions, one return for a touchdown, and on the offensive side of the ball, you were able to control the clock and uh, uh, really uh, keep control of the game with that. Yeah, we uh, we really uh, started out the game, had an interception early in their first possession, which kind of flipped the situation. We scored early to go ahead. And then uh, from that point on, uh, it was defensively, we really uh, we had a tough time. They were a, a very good ball club, very strong in their run game. Uh, we... Uh, but we're able to, with some interceptions and some uh, field position, we were able to control the clock most of the second half with our offensive uh, production. So really pleased with the outcome of this game. 
Now, this week you're on the road against Rio Vista. Talk a little bit about them, first of all, offensively. Offensively, Rio Vista is a spread team. Uh, they're, uh, they utilize the passing game very effectively. Uh, their quarterback, uh, Taylor Pritchett, number six, is, a, is very effective. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're going to have to be on our toes to be able to uh, control their passing game. What about on defense? Defensively, yeah, defensively, they're uh, uh, really a, a mix and match as far as what they do up front. Uh, they try to utilize a lot of different looks and put pressure on you with uh, their blitz schemes uh, to try to control that situation. So we're really going to have to be prepared on both sides of the ball uh, this Friday night. ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life, member FDIC. They do service right at MP Electric. Since 1996, MP Electric has serviced industrial, commercial, and residential accounts in the greater Central Texas area. MP Electric's trained and courteous electricians will solve your electrical problems quickly and professionally. Be one of the thousand satisfied customers in Central Texas. The next time you need an electrician, call Mark, Paul, Lisa, or John at 399-9895 or schedule your service call at mpelectric.net. Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to five years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford. Member FDIC and Equal House. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.com. Mark.us. The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. The one stop for your farm and ranch supplies is Bar None Country Store. They are an official Purina dealer. When it's time to buy feed for all your animals, including dogs, cats, and exotic pets, Bar None Country Store also has fencing products and panels with gates and culverts, plus a good selection of deer feed and feeders. They also have the latest styles of men and women's clothing, plus those comfortable shoes from Hey Dude. Go by and see Paula, Chelsea, and the gang at Bar None Country Store, 7991 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. 
At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. On his homecoming weekend at Baylor, lots of events already going on. In fact, I think I just missed my 25th class reunion. It was 4:30 to 6 today. But they're gonna. Some of us are gonna be out at the uh, alumni, the Baylor alumni uh, tailgate, and of course we'll be doing the uh, game day live from there, starting at 10:30 tomorrow. The Touchdown Alley, which is right next to where we'll be broadcasting from, and then of course John Morris and his crew take over at 12.30 and get you ready for the 2.30 kickoff. So it's kind of a combined festival there. The, the, the TV folks, Seth Russell, who was on with us earlier this week, is part of that uh, TV crew, and they do a nice job. Brooke Bednards and a uh, pretty good crew, pretty good crew over there that they line up and, and, uh, and do a nice job. I think Elliot gets involved, and so uh, Elliot Coffee and a lot of good. Derek, don't want to short anybody, uh, but – Touchdown Alley opens at 11.30 tomorrow. The alumni, Baylor alumni uh, football tailgate show with uh, John and them start at, uh, that starts at 12.30, as I said, then Bear Walk. And then the Golden Wave Band gets going with a pregame show at 2.15. And then Baylor line runs at 2.28. Bears take the field at 2.31. Official kickoff is at 2.35. I just wanted to go over that with you. What's not on here, Aaron, is when the uh, Dr. Pepper floats come out. Um, you know, and I can't wait to drop my uh, Bluebell vanilla ice cream into the cup and then pour over it with uh, some Dr. Pepper. The Dr. Pepper float uh, truck and the trailer did not show up for the early game. For the 11 a.m., I was very disappointed because never, it's never too early to have an uh, ice cream float. So I'm really hoping the Dr. Pepper float hour will make an appearance. And um, let's just uh, let's hope that happens tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I wanted to tell you a little bit about what I'm learning about BYU. Uh, this Algier, their running back, is is a fascinating story. Was not recruited really. Tyler Algier. He, I saw him some last year. This year, he looks faster to me. He's a powerful back. He's got great balance. Uh, th- this a gr- this is really. I mean, Brees Hall was was a tremendous running back. So I'm not going to try to say he's better than him, but he's right up there. I mean, this is truly one of the top five or ten running backs in in the country. All right. Now, they have some interesting players at receiver. Uh, One is named Gunnar Romney. Makes me wonder if he's, uh, uh, you know, uh, Mitt Romney. Uh, There's got to be some relation perhaps. But uh, Gunnar Romney will high point a ball on you. And, he, and he's really good at the uh, at, at intermediate routes, and they will challenge the safeties and corners, uh, this uh, this offense. So they're pretty deep. Uh, they have another they have another player named, I believe it's Baylor Romney, who's played some quarterback for them. But Jaron Hall will get the start. And he can put up some numbers, and he can move a little bit. Again, they've just had Zach Wilson there, and he was a top five pick in the NFL top two, top three pick, 
and incredible player. And so they've had, you know, it's not like they're going to just get someone to immediately take his place. But Jaron Hall can move. He can run around a little bit. This is a dangerous offense. Bears are going to have to be on point. The The best thing I saw that makes you feel good is that early in games especially, I mean, they, they have, for whatever reason, BYU gets hit at the line of scrimmage a lot. And they, and, and they give up some of those tackles for losses. Baylor's pretty good at that. And so Algier sometimes will go down right at the line of scrimmage. Now, if he gets his uh, uh, carries and he averages over 20 carries per game, he will run on you, and he will put up yardage. So this is uh, – I don't know why this line's been all over the place. Vegas didn't have a great read on this line, and, and the reason is you know if something opens at one and a half, Baylor by one and a half, and then goes straight to Baylor on six and a half, and this thing got bet back down, I think, to about five, that something strange is going on there. Now, this is going to be the Sailor Bear versus the Sailor Cougar. Both logos, they have a Sailor logo uh, on their Cougar, and that's on their helmet, and the Bears are going with the Sailor Bear on, on uh, the helmet. Now, Aaron Sexton is upset about this because he likes the BU, the interlocking <laughs> BU. It's, he's very upset. Not upset. Now, I think, I, think you like the, uh, I think you like Sailor Bear, and I think Morris does too. Morris just loves saying the interlocking BU. He learned that from Frank Fallon. Frank Fallon was really good at always describing, um, you know, like, Golden, green and gold, trimmed in white. Eric Nadell is incredible about that for the Rangers. Lo- the man loves to describe a uniform, and that's been passed down to uh, John Morris. He loves kind of telling you all the trims and way uniforms look. So it's going to be a good look, and that Sailor Bear looks great on a helm. And it's that kind of matte finish on that helmet, which gives it a nice, clean look. Aaron, you want more on this? We'll come. We got one more segment. I may do more on how the uniforms and helmets will look. But homecoming is upon us, and so is the dismount, where we have to say good night to you. That's next. The Bosqueville Coaches Show with Clint Zander is brought to you by Polanski Heating and Air and Redwoods Incorporated. Bosqueville Bulldogs are now 4-2 on the season, but more importantly, 2-0 in District 7, 2A Division 1 after a 56-6 win over Itasca. Coach, I'm seeing some amazing stats from this game. Justin Moore, 139 yards on just four carries. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We, we busted a few long ones on them, and, uh, you know, we were, they were really overmatched, and, and our kids played well and went out and executed. Yeah, Hunter Henningsen also added about 178 yards on eight carries. That that's 317 yards just just 12 times you touched the football. Yeah, offensive line had to be making some huge holes. They were, and uh, you know they they pride themselves obviously like like all offensive lines do on uh, being able to run the ball. And ended up with somewhere around 500 yards rushing on the night between everybody. So it was a good night. Plus, you only gave up six yards on the defense side. I believe it was Luke Fennell had a, had four tackles for loss in the game. He did. Luke played a great game. Uh, they kept trying to run outside. He plays defensive end for us, and, and uh, he did a good job of stringing things to the sideline and making tackles and, and uh, did exactly what we wanted him to do. This week, you take on Valley Mills. There are three and four on the year. What do you expect from the Eagles? Uh, they are very high-paced offensively. Uh, their head coach coached with uh, Coach Browles out in East Texas, and uh, they're trying to they're running some of that stuff that, that he ran at Baylor, and 
and they snapped the ball really fast. And they're playing kids uh, one way so they can stay fresh. So it's going to be a challenge for us. ESPN Central Texas. Is your air conditioning system not exactly cooling or heating your house or office like it did when it was new? AC systems weren't built to last forever, especially in our hot and humid Central Texas climate. If your unit is over 10 years old, chances are you're on borrowed time. Polanski Heating and Air offers award-winning customer service and straightforward pricing with no hidden fees or charges. Family-owned and operated, call Polanski Heating and Air of Waco today. That's 254-218-3321 for offers in service area. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is Jim Haller proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old Redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long story short we said let's go for it and a week and a half later thanks to redwoods incorporated we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy and to make it even better the cost was less than we had budgeted redwoods incorporated exceeded our expectations if you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service go see greg or scott at redwoods incorporated conveniently located off north valley mills drive on esther street behind applebee's restaurant you'll be glad you did This is the Spectrum Big 12. It is the dismount. We say goodbye, much as we hate to. Uh, but it is going to be a fun homecoming for Baylor. Some big games going on tonight. We heard Curtis Quillen on earlier. Uh, Belton and Temple, they get together. I mean, that's a that's an old one right there. That's uh, That's right there up next to each other. They, and when they get it on, it's uh, it's a special deal. And I'm I'm loving all the all the uh, 2A and 3A talk I'm hearing out of. Uh, I like hearing about Whitney. I like hearing about what West is up to. Um, I mean, I I wanted to say a word. The Mahia's longtime coach um, passed away. In fact, uh, Mahia won a state title back in it was 1989. And uh, anyway, the, the the town of Mahia. Is uh, it, it's a tough night, tough day, but uh, but man, I mean, he was there for so long and uh, had a had a great run, and I just thought that was so special. So I uh, know we're thinking about you, uh, Mahia, and uh, you guys uh, going through that, but uh, very very uh, special guy over the years. Okay, uh, Stars last night, a little hockey talk for you. Stars beat the Rangers in overtime. Okay. Reason I mention it, it was the first game, and they're off and running. The game happened in that was in New York, and so um, you know they were bad in overtime last year. It it ends well because the high skin in, in this opening. I mainly did that for our buddies over at Shorty's Pizzeria, Shorty's, and um, Aaron. 
they love the they love Dallas Stars hockey, and you know they've been uh, sponsored of ours over the years. So I did that for our man Salazar, Chris Salazar over there. And uh, again, BYU coming to town, and this gives everybody a look <clears throat> at what lies ahead. And Baylor's rolling out the red carpet. Let's be very kind to our new cohorts uh, as the Mormons roll into town, the LDS folks. And, um, man, I, I tell you, it'll be good. It'll be good. We'll just get out kind of compare notes. Two very religious schools, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And two very good teams right now. I mean, it, this is there's a lot of pomp and circumstance with this, but I think this is uh, – I think this is a tremendous opportunity for Baylor and by BYU. BYU wants to show what they have and show that they belong. So I think both teams, this means a lot. And and I think I think one of these teams could be pressing early. I hope it's not the Bears. I hope it's the Cougars. It's the Bears in the Cougars, and it happens at 2.30 tomorrow. Everybody have a wonderful weekend, and we'll talk to you again Monday at 4 o'clock. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 football on the Friday Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, we'll look at tomorrow's schedule in the Big 12, including a Big 12 preview as the BYU Cougars are in Waco to take on Baylor. Details straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruner Auto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit BrunerAuto.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto Family at BrunerAuto.com. Your family since 1928. Check out the Baylor Bear.